at least a couple hours before sex and a couple of hours after. Yeah. She's and going like this? This one comes over. And then, and then and I, went, I went like this. <coughs> sex and, and masturbation and self-pleasure can become a very... I keep a cord and chub going all day. Just <laughs> <laughs> discipline stoners. What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. This plant has helped me chill out. Found focus. Found confidence. All of a sudden, I was productive. Less protective. More progressive. Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier. But this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, it's each individual's journey. And the more we communicate, maybe we can all help each other out. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast. With your host, Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. Welcome back to another episode of Discipline Stoners. I'm your host, Eleven. My name is Winnie. And, and we, we are, are the gateway, gateway drug to mindfulness. And today, we have someone making such important waves in consciousness right now. She is talking about a subject that we've tried to talk about, and we will get into it. But uh, beautiful things. She, we are a fan of her podcast, Get Some. Um, she's a sex therapist and just my buddy and a really cool person. Please get your joints up for Michelle Fischler. <laughs> Thank you so much for <laughs> coming you. on the show. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I feel like we need to start with how you two met because it just feels so yeah. serendipitous. Well, it's, <clears throat> it's really weird. I was out for dinner at this amazing restaurant called Piano Piano. Great restaurant in Toronto. And I was with my best friend. One of my best friends, Tracy from Ottawa. Shout out and, Tracy from Ottawa. Oh God, love her so much. Love you. And um, I'm like really just wanting to like touch base with her. We hadn't seen each other in a while. We like, this is what we do. We see each other every couple months and we just like talk to each other and get deep. And so we're having a conversation and then it's like, Eleven walks in <laughs> to the restaurant, and then all of a sudden, it was like, I think we smiled or whatever. And then I went back to my Tracy, and it was like she was looking at Eleven, because <laughs> he was talking about stuff that I thought was interesting. And it was mostly you were talking about mindfulness. Yes. No, right? That's it. You were talking about mindful mindfulness. And, and I was like... Ignore him, Michelle. Ignore him, Michelle. Focus on this your friend Tracy. Trouble. She's here. I love her so much. Like, right? And anyways. I love this. It's such a character piece for me. It really is. So I managed to just focus on my dinner with Tracy. And then I, one of us, someone gets up to go to the washroom. No, no, no. You're leaving. You're leaving because somebody's date is showing up. My so that's my like bro like that's like one of my closest pals Jag, he is a uh, an he has a he's CEO of his company is right upstairs from Piano Piano. Oh yeah, and <clears throat> I just saw him um, 
And yeah, we were just really getting, we always bro out and philosophize, but that's definitely a role I play yeah. in his life. So I turn up the notch on that when I'm with him for sure, because we guide each other in different ways. And that night I was offering perspective to some things and it was, I was in a very clear space. So of course I should welcome another character into my life and then clarity, you know, <laughs> well, like, but this is how it all happens, right? So, so I was I just make, flowing. Yeah. yeah. I was just going and I think we made a joke or something. No, didn't what you? happened was you, you were leaving, you were leaving and there were these beads or something. It looked like medieval, down. medieval armor. Yeah. So I uh, metal I'm and like, heavy. I'm like, oh, look. She's and going like this. This one comes over. And then, and then and I, went, he, I went like this. <coughs> <laughs> as she was going like this, I couldn't resist. I was saying bye to Jag. And as she went like that, like, oh my it, God. I was standing on this end oh of the bar. God. And it was on the corner. She went like that. And I was like. Yeah. <coughs> and I think right, right then, right then, I just said, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on with you? What? Is, Who are you? Because me. I feel like I understand your talk. Yeah. We're on right? the same vibe. Like I'm totally like digging what you're saying. <laughs> and then you're also like sort of dirty, which I am. Like yeah. I can, to I love those kinds of jokes. Instantaneously, some people have shut down, turned around, reported me <laughs> like i'm saying and then and then the other half of people are yeah, that is you're kind my of best a friend now thing yeah. to do, right i'm taking a risk yeah i'm taking a huge fucking risk yeah <laughs> well, and you you were like oh my god that's like you immediately we felt like old buzz because I, you were like yes like that's totally. hilarious those are the only people that are allowed to be my friends <laughs> i'm honored right because that's what I do all the time. Like I'm well, always you, like, eh, like seeing sex through things. Like you can't. Like, oh, oh that's that, funny. <laughs> oh man, I yes. so want to get into that. I but know. Like, I just thought. I just think that's a, a charming story. No, oh, I love it. I yeah, mean, that it, was a good story. It was yeah. a beautiful story. But yeah. um, yeah. So like in your role in your life, you talk about sex. So you have to stay light with it. So you have to have like a good comedic ability to shift your perspective. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, what's so interesting is that I only realized about just as I was starting this podcast, my podcast, I was like, I want to like have a, I want to have a, a co-host who's, who's a comedian. So, because I love comedy, but this is the craziest part is that I am now looking to see like somebody who's funny and who, who would be a comedian. And I start to realize that all these comedians talk about sex. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I it's a don't big go to. Yeah. And then I think about all of my friends, people who I really, really like and feel I trust are funny. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's mandatory to like be a, <laughs> to do work with sex and yeah. also be funny. Like I kind of think you, have to otherwise you would just cry yeah <laughs> it's pretty intense yeah. what um yeah. what made you interested in becoming a sex therapist uh what made me interested well i love sex with sue oh yes right legend yeah like i didn't know that doing a job like she does was a thing was a job it was a job right <laughs> Um, Bless and I made Sue. a job out of nothing too. Well done. Yeah. Fucking and for those who don't know Sue. Oh, yes. She was like an 80 year old. I don't know if she was that old. <laughs> when well, we she, were coming no, up, no one talked about sex. No one, no one yeah. talked about sex in a, in a way that 
the patriarchy positions sex so it's being sold to you. The mystery of the woman is not for you to unveil. It's for us to create mystery around and sell you on it because you're our bitch, man. Yeah. That's how the patriarchy positions itself in this system. But she was like, <clears throat> I'm an old woman. I'm not sexy, but I'm going to whip out this dildo and show you how to jerk off. <laughs> and you're not going to feel two ways about it because I had got grandmother energy. Yeah. So she blessed us. She was us. like sex educational and guidance and she uh, took it back. at late night TV in like the late 90s. Well, she was, th- she was coined sex grandma, right? <laughs> and I remember, this is really funny. And, you know, then there's Dr. Ruth, who was probably older yeah. than Sex with Sue, Sue Johansson. And um, I remember talking, I had a therapist at the time. And I was like, oh, I really want to do that. I've been talking about this forever. And she's like, well, you kind of have to get old. <laughs> <laughs> to do to do sex therapy? Yeah. Oh my she's god. Like, look, she's like, oh, you kind of have to get old. But what and do I, the old ones I, do when they're younger? I don't know. They didn't <laughs> exist. I have no idea. Right? Oh so then god. it I think people have put a relationship together with like a sex grandma. I'm actually mm. so curious what it is. Like, why mm. do people feel more comfortable learning about sex from somebody who Freud. is older? Freud. Do you think maybe, it's Freudian? Some maybe you hand, can yeah. separate like you don't want to fuck them. Like if it was someone that you were like, I yeah. want to fuck you. Like if you were hot. Yeah. And then all If of a you're sudden, a fertile little. <laughs> yeah. Like just the subconscious thing takes it. <clears throat> men are like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you lose. Yeah. Uh, um, like. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Weed. You lose. Uh, <laughs> like you distract yourself essentially. So you're not actually learning. Whereas like. If it's from someone who you don't want to fuck, you're I like, I'm going to listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. Because personally, if I was going to go see a sex therapist, I would need to know that like, either I would fuck them or like, <laughs> my partner. Oh, you would. I would need to need to trust oh, their, you would. like, how they relate to sex. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Right? Oh, I that's love fair. That. I thought Sue fucked, though. Oh, yeah, I knew she fucked. No, I mean, I didn't fuck her, but I assumed she did. Yeah, I didn't think that she was coming from a place of not having experience. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I? Okay. So you, you, you did, though. So she inspired you, and you wanted to become a sex therapist. Yes. So what was the, the oh, yeah. process okay. to becoming that? Okay, well, first of all, like, so Sue made me laugh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sex, yes. Right? Made it light. She made it light, and I, sex wasn't very light for me, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And, for a lot and of it people. really helped to um, connect sex with another experience, which is laughing. Oh my right? God, yes. And because sex has always been attached to things that aren't very funny and has actually caused people a lot of pain, I mm. think that um, you kind of, you, oh my God, I just totally lost You lost your thought. That's okay. It was, it was matching sex with uh, laughter, like the levity of that and how. Um, Becoming a sex therapist inspired by Sue. Yeah, I just I I I would be very curious if one day somebody wants to do research on this. But whether or not um, people improve their sex life if they're if they are able to connect it or work with somebody who can laugh about it. Yeah. Like as a therapist, okay. right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. We met sure. in an improv troupe, so we laughed together before we've slapped genitals together. Mm. Sometimes, you a know, lot. sex can get very serious, you know, because yeah. like when you're uh, about to climax, it's like kind of like an intense, like you can't laugh in that moment that you're, mm. you know, about <coughs> to release that right, hard. Right, right. So right. I find the, um, I've been like playing with the transitions mm. of sex where you're like, you almost get there, but you don't get there. And it, yes. that might feel a little frustrating. I, and you might like, judge yourself and in then, the time yes. constraints in your head sometimes. And you let it go and you get it and you let it go and you think you're taking too long. It's crazy. So some levity within those transitions Laugh I think would be important, but I'm a little yes. clunky at them right now. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> We do. still do break out laugh sometimes in the middle if of something's course. funny. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, I I think that that's why I feel like I've I've been really good at my job is that I have people that come in and they can't even say the word sex, you know. Yeah. Like I work with I work with people who um, have been in arranged marriages, right? I work with people who um, are Christian, right? Like so people who have all the traditional very conservative ideas about sex and like sex is being dirty and girls don't like good girls don't have sex before marriage and like all of that stuff and they can't speak about anything with sex and by the end of it when you can kind of like start to insert some lightness to it Mm. that work you know Two months later, three months later, we're laughing about things, right? I love to insert lightness. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So do you think that um, just by having like a familiar, like introducing sex on a regular schedule for a certain amount of time, that it just gets a little bit more comfortable because of the familiarity of it? No, I don't. I think scheduling sex. Is this what we're talking about? Scheduling sex? No, I mean like when someone comes to you and they can't. um, No, that's okay. I want to get into scheduling sex. (laughs) (laughs) When someone comes to you and they can't can't even say the word sex and then over the course of time, like is it because... I'm just wondering how that shift happens because Mm. those beliefs are, generally speaking, at least for myself because I've explored this a lot, like... Mm -hmm. Those beliefs are really ingrained. And when you start even just looking at those beliefs because they're involved in sex and you don't look at sex ever, it's like it's like really intense. Yeah. Like to look at that and then to challenge it and then to like Yeah, you know we're not laughing right at the beginning. Right? Yeah. It's so much shame. It's usually very like create the safe space, be able to just like let them talk about things and get here cur- and like I get curious and I ask questions and it comes with time so yeah. it's not like people come in and then I'm cracking jokes with them I mean they're <laughs> not that I mean and I actually have some it's a super- good skit though that's a really funny skit you just wrote for us well and I have like super funny clients like I have the best clients ever and I don't know I think that sex therapists get the best clients because they are clients that are willing to really go vulnerable and take a huge risk to really like face something uh, really hard. And so when they come into me, and sometimes it's their first experience having therapy ever, and then they're coming in to talk about sex, right? Um, And and so it's a certain kind of a person that can go there, Mm -hmm. has come to some 
time in their like place in their life where they really just need a change and it takes a lot of strength to do that yeah a lot of courage wow. too mm -hmm. um so like i guess i might be calling myself out here a little bit but like when i think of a sex therapist yeah. or traditionally when i've thought of a sex therapist mm -hmm. i've been like just assuming that they're like really outgoing and wild and fun and like yeah. don't have any qualms about sex at all yeah and like so how accurate is that oh <laughs> oh well i mean i can't talk about i know that uh, that there is like this idea of yeah. what it would be like to be a sex therapist i've seen i know a lot of sex therapists and there's a huge spectrum of personalities actually that makes sense. um and I think that in order to really do this work well, you have to have immersed yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think personally. Familiar. Um, to really be able to yeah. understand all the depths mm -hmm. of it. And, and whatever that means, right? I, I, to... To... You'll even see people who are doing sex podcasts now, right? There's just, uh, everyone just does their own thing. I'm just sort of doing mine. Like, I don't have, you know, experiences because, oh, I'm a sex therapist and I right. need to know these things, right? Yeah. It's like genuine <laughs> curiosity. I'm like, yeah. what is it like in a sex club? I want to see, yeah. right? <clears throat> what is What happens on these, like, um, those resorts out i got booked at one right? we went we learned i've never quick. been to one and yeah, i hedonism. like yeah uh -huh. and and so that's like on my bucket list yeah, not because fun. i have to it's no actually, no you right? do right so me and some of my girlfriends <laughs> who are also sex therapists actually Sick. we're like let's do it can you write it <laughs> off look I, okay i want you to know that First of all, if you work there, yeah. So if I, we would run a workshop or something. Right. But I all actually right, we're emailed. I actually, good. I freaking emailed somebody. I think I forget. It was one of them. Cannot remember which one. And I was like, hey, there's three of us sex therapists that we want to come down. We've never been to hedonism before. Number one. Can it just be the three of us? Because you're supposed to go and pair. Have have yeah. I got yeah. booked as a rapper and they flew her out because you have to go as a pair. Yeah. So I said, like, can we have three different rooms? But only like, we're all about threes here. <laughs> I didn't hear back from them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you. I think they would should welcome that. I mean, that it would I it would it would have been very fun. Yeah. You maybe, hook maybe one day we'll do it. It I'll, will happen. Will, we will go there. Yes. Yeah, just hook up with like a programmer, like running something there. Because the resort themselves, yeah. that's like the brick and mortar. Yeah, you, you know like, how they, they do these takeovers. They take these takeovers. takeovers or something. Yeah. So what was your... Young Swingers hey, Week. Wait, wait. So you guys, you were booked there. I was booked there as a what, rapper. What was it like? <clears throat> I had to, we talked about it today. I had to endure for two days alone. She got oh, held back. Yeah. I was there. No, yeah. I, had, I had guys yeah. offering me their wives. And I was like, I'll have those seeds to my wife gets what she says. Yeah. And like these guys are like rock yeah. and rollies. Yeah. Like back yeah. in the real Damn world. right, like, good for you. No, I <laughs> Fuck, she's pissed. No, so she had to deal no, with I'm this. No, I'm just kidding. She had to deal with this fucking name change thing. Yes. I was I was on a plane from Taiwan after doing five shows in Indonesia and going to Jamaica thinking I'm finally gonna get to see her. And then she's like, I just got denied. And I was like, fucking they heartbroken. 
And then, and then, but I, it wasn't Jamaica. It was fucking Canada. Yeah, it was stupid. It was Canada, Canada saying that West Jamaica Jet. won't let me in, and yeah. then if they don't, Canada gets fined or WestJet gets fined, and they, so they weren't willing to take that risk. But one person was on the third day when I finally went she back. She went back oh. and went to the embassy and oh went my back goodness. and back. I went back. all around because okay. it was she a free trip. Happen. Like you don't, you no. don't, you don't uh, mess around with a woman no. and a free trip. No, you do not. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No, so it was it was wild. Like it was oh, you can eat food. Like beautiful it morning, night, gorgeous. Day, Do people like walk? Okay, there's fucking around. Okay, there's we fucking walked around, around naked the whole thing. Like even eating, eating. No, you no. have to be clothed you be clothed when you're eating. eating. Okay. No, you have you like you have, they require it there. Yeah, yeah. At least bottoms. No, at least no, they have. But they have like the um fully like they have clothed. Well, not clothed areas, but there's one area that's for sure um, like you can be nude and there's no cameras or sh- anything like that around. So the rest of the resort, the resort, like if you're nude and you're not in the no camera section, like yeah. you could potentially get yeah the the clicked po- the the pool deck the pool deck is like but you can be nude like on the resort you can be nude everywhere yeah. just yeah. there's yeah. one section that's like they'll monitor so was that was that. For the two of you, were you like, yay, we get to be nude together all day? Or was it, oh, wow, this is kind of weird, like taking off all of our clothes? It was the first one. The first one. It was very. What? 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 I, it was very expansive for me. Like the the whole experience was was like a little, just like on the brink of overwhelmed most of the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I got used to the nudity after day one. Like it was weird just like getting undressed and outside. That was just like a weird thing. Yeah. Because I hadn't practiced that a lot. Um, But we go to Hanlon's now. It's crazy. I don't think I... I I think I would probably put my bathing suit on. Is that weird? Like, would I be the only person with no. bathing suit on? No, you wouldn't be <laughs> the I, only person. I just person. think it's more comfortable having I, it like, on. At like, Hanlon's, I always wear my bottoms because sand around yeah. that area vagina, just seems in. like a lot. It'll never, you'll never get it out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I was nude everywhere, and it was yeah. really, really lovely. Yeah. Yeah, because I felt like very sex, safe. Was it, was it the sex part? Like seeing all of that sexuality all over the place? Were you just like, ah? Yeah. And we, were, was, we were for sure like in our heads, we were like, we're going to have a threesome. <laughs> like for sure that's yeah. what was happening. You had and then like, talked about yeah. it and we're like, we're yeah. game. And then, yeah. and then, and then we then chose the, a girl yeah. in the pool and I'm like, no. all right, let me go yeah. start it and up. And what were the people like? Did Were they... Uh, were they really very lovely really like, good people um, okay so the young swingers week lasted for half the week and then the latter half of the week the age started rising and then oh. you looked around and if you said this is young swingers week I would have said is it there though? was two you know there was I mean? two conventions happening essentially at the same time. One was Young Swingers Week, and the other was Old Swingers that, Week. That was like, um, like old, like you know, what I'm saying, like gray, gray, like hang, hang you yeah, know, just like like old. Like, I liked seventy it. plus, and yeah, we didn't Honestly, mind as much. Like, but wow. some of the other, so the kids who came to fuck the young kids, they were pissed because they're like, this just got a lot less sexy. First of all, oh. we're not really ageist, and also it, we didn't look at the value in the product of the experience yeah. as like uh potential partners exactly. so we, we were cool we were cool we we're exactly. like well that's just larry I, I bet you people go there with okay 
I want to fuck here I to there. This three times, whatever we got to bring. Yeah, have three threes. Oh yeah, there, there was, was definitely at least one old ass couple that probably like fucked once or twice, but like they were just there for the nudity and yeah. the beach. Yeah, and I was like, chill you with could that. Just tell like there were some people that weren't yeah. um, necessarily there. Yeah. To to fuck. I was so. there for the jerk chicken, <laughs> and my shows. They had this crazy lobster dinner that one oh, night. Yeah. It was Unlike, a really all you could eat experience. lobster, and then we went. In the kayaks to Lobster Island. It was really nice. Yeah, the whole thing was great. Highly yeah. suggest. And did you, you performed there? On the opening main stage night with DJ Serino. Shout out my boy. Wow. Um, and then I did day I did day shows at the pool. Like I threw in a little bonus, like twenty minute show uh, in the day at the pool. Oh my god! Did you like take people's cell phone and like read their messages and? Um, in this in this scenario, it was cult. So I did this one song that still lives on. Someone may have even gotten a fucking tattoo of it or something, or like it's epic time. So there's this guy there, Gary, who his wife is so hot. Imagine if like Wynn just let me like go like fuck for like a week like, so his wife was like that so the saying was fuck you Gary <laughs> and then so I made a song called fuck like in a funny way like Gary you yeah. have a great life fuck you <laughs> like you're a rich white guy from Toronto whose hot wife who joins him halfway through the week and is cool with it and doesn't fuck yeah. anyone else everyone's like fuck you Gary like as a joke right instead of saying hi they say you're yeah. a fucking yeah. asshole like because like, your life is so good so I made a song and I had the whole crowd chanting it when I say fuck, like, yeah, and so the, everyone's going, fuck you, And like, Gary. sidebar, like, he's so in the culture that he's the only single guy that's allowed to be there. Like, you're not allowed to be a single yeah. guy at this event. Yeah, you have to be guy. a couple or a single He female. buys the ticket, that's why or his wife thruple. comes for the, yeah, or a oh thruple. Oh my Yeah, he's gosh. the only guy. So, so I made this epic song, and like, yeah, it was just like, spin me a couple YouTube beats, and yeah, I'd get some suggestions. And so it was a nude pool. It was that where Wynn said, you have to be naked, that pool yeah. deck. So I have on this, like, stripper thing. Thong. So it's basically I'm just like nude in a bulge and everyone yeah. else is naked and drinking in the swim up pool. Yeah. And I'm getting like, yo, what do you do? And like some people were into it. Some weren't like there's some like just Americans that maybe don't like rap because they listen to too much country. You know what I'm saying? Like some people I lost, you know, up yes, front. Sure. So I did really I did a good job of getting the people who were into it to yeah. kind of make okay. it a party for the pool. Did anyone have sex while you were performing? Uh, yeah, there was yeah. there there was general fucking constantly going on in the peripherals. Really? Like there was this wow. like yeah, there's like people would come up like a girl like they would just make signals to offer to things. You know what I mean? Like things were going on. Like yeah. we went and did stuff in the private jungle. But like yeah, at one a point private jungle. Yeah, there's a walkthrough <laughs> private like, jungle. That's <laughs> what he calls it. Like uh, it, it's not private. I got it's blown like, in the private jungle. The... <laughs> <laughs> but then so like there would be passes. It's not a made. jungle either. <laughs> It's just a little forest area, and I would call it the jungle because it makes it more exciting. <laughs> but, like, you know, girls would just, or, like, wives would just be like, I just really like the taste to come. And they would just, like, wow. leave that with you. And, like, for you to put that together, you know? Wow. It's like, well, thanks for telling me that. Like, cool. Wow. Like, so there was a lot wow. of that yeah. in the air. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was just, like, very yeah. forward. Yeah. Wow. So that was yeah. very overwhelming for wow. me. So, so yeah. I could, I, I, I could totally. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, sure. after. I just been like, what's going on? <laughs> like you know what? Wild. It kind of reminds me of, I went for a foot massage once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's weird. Okay. I went for a foot massage once with Starts somebody with a foot that massage. I was with. And um, it's this really amazing place down in Chinatown in Toronto. That's where we go. Okay, well, 
Do you want me to continue this? Of course. <laughs> well, there's there's so, different ones. You got to know where to go. What happened was we were sitting getting our. You can sit next to each other and get your feet massaged and stuff. Yeah. And then it's and it's really good. And then they will ask you if you want a shoulder massage uh, to add on to that. Oh, cool. And so we were like, yeah, let's do it. And um, so I go in to mine with mine and my partner goes in with his and then um we come out and he he's like looking at me and he's got his eyes like that like your eyes right now and he's looking at me and I'm like what what's, what's up so we leave he's like she offered to give me a hand job right and 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 I said, so what what did you do? And he says, I said, no, I needed to ask you first. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. Aww. Aww. Right? I was like, aw. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is. Um, for me, the answer would be no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah. And I think that that's perfectly fine and and he didn't he wasn't saying can I do it he was like I said no I wasn't gonna come and find you in yours but he wanted to know whether or not I got any (laughs) yeah I was that was gonna be my question because I went in with a guy oh well he also had like he was wearing like a Tina Turner like tank (laughs) so he would have offered him too I I, like I (laughs) yeah there was it was a full-on good shoulder massage Yeah. yeah, I think technically you say no, thank speaking, you. it would be it's just easier, I think, um, to for a person offering a service. Like I think the service that you're offering is this one is easier. Oh yeah, I mean fuck, that's an easier. Do you think that that's easier? It's an easier button to push than well, to I free someone of their neck pain. I don't know. I think this is <laughs> for someone oh, else performing it. Oh yeah! Oh, this. I thought. Yeah, I thought you meant. Yeah, I. But but no, she means. She means this. I mean, happy and ending. Oh yeah. To get a guy on is easier than a woman, of course. Yeah, for in terms of like you're trying to make your money and like get your thing. Like I wouldn't be cool though if like if I was going in for a massage that I thought was a massage, and the person asked me if I wanted to get off. I'd be like, you should have told me that before I got on the table. Yeah, I agree. I would, yeah, I I would be really annoyed, to be yeah. honest. Uh, yeah. And you just got to yes. let it go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They're taking their opportunity, I yeah. guess. When, I've said no before. When it strikes. Well, you just got to be like, you just got to be like, like, no thanks. He also, he showed up to my work with those eyes, too. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. I'm like I'm totally sure. cool with people doing it. Yeah, but I yeah, think it just, people I would, I would we need to that. know about it and it's consensual and we can <laughs> yeah. just talk about it and like, yeah. you just know. Yeah, right? I don't think Whether it's, it's too much of a problem either. It's not like a plaguing thing of I society. Don't think it's bad. I mean, I unless think... those people are in those situations because of like forced slave labor yeah, or something, I'm, I'm not pro, cool with that. I'm so pro sex work. Yeah, and baby, I'm yeah. pro uh, sex work that is. Um, with people obviously who are doing it on their own fruition, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah. Have that's, their own choice. That, this is what they want to do. This the, is their profession. This that's is like, the main concern. Like in is, the Chinatown places, I'm like, are you okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, yeah. it's like, who knows the situation, but yeah, basically yeah. like straight up and down an adult who's like full consensually, like just like, hello. And that's a service and they give them comp- fair compensation for it. It's yeah. Like it totally. is what it is. The oldest profession. 
Yeah. Um, do you work with couples or do you just mm -hmm. work what you do? Yeah. Or individual people, mostly. I do individuals and yeah. I also do couples. Um, the work is very, very different. Yeah, I was curious about that. Yeah. Um, couples, you, to be a sex, well, I'm a certified sex therapist. So in order for me to have become certified, you have to be a couples therapist, like trained couples therapist. Oh. Yes. Oh. So when you come out as a certified sex therapist, for the most part right now, it's that you uh, have to be a couples therapist. Mm. Because you are working, mm. you need to know how to work it, with people in relationships. It's complicated work. Yeah, no, um, it's fun. And it's it like, really is. And there's a lot of landmines. There's a lot of blind you triggers between people. You have to know how to control. People. And right? and and like in your position, not overshadow or invade or communicate yeah. enough so it's anticipatable and all wanted. Honestly, like I that's feel like so I'm a fucked. conductor. Yeah, that's insane. I, that is all you're, I do. You're harmonizing. Not, yeah, and I'm like not like I create a safe space for both of them. Oh, that's if, so nice. If if one person feels more of an alliance uh, than the other the work is not going to work. Oh, fuck. And that's right, dude. I know. Shit. You got to be so front facing. You have yeah. to be positioned in such a place of purity. So you have to yeah. focus on an intention. Do you set intentions? Um, uh, probably in a different way than you do. Yeah. Less Maybe esoteric less, and more like yeah, written less, down. Like we're yeah, going to get here like, by July, like yeah. a normal person. <laughs> less formal, but they are there, yes. Lit. Um, do you, like, are you trained in however you got trained um <laughs> are you trained and however you trained um, to uh like have ways not to be shocked like are you ever mm. shocked or are you always just like an open accepting heart that like we can take any any sentence um i think that's a really good question i personally always just come at it with curiosity mm. and when somebody you really do have a responsibility that when somebody tells you something that you're just like, fuck. You have a responsibility not to be like, fuck, I can't work with you. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. Right? And and so doing this work, and we all have, I, I'm sure all therapists out there should know what works and what doesn't work with them in terms of clients and stuff like that. Um, but... Yeah, I think it's your responsibility to be able to sit there and be curious about it and then be able to talk with colleagues and, and you know, supervisors to be like, fuck, man, that was heavy. Nice. Because I also can't really talk about it yeah. with, with people, right? Like you so, have to also yeah, move it. Yeah, we have it. to move it. That's when someone, because when, even like yeah. when a friend tells you something heavy and you're there for them, it's like afterwards you're like, Oh my God. And then what does that mean to my world about just understanding reality a little bit? Like, yeah. it's like, do you almost like, I feel like maybe cops have to go there. You kind of compartmentalize your time in the yeah. profession as though you can remove yourself. Because, yeah. Like, does someone ever like tell you something like, oh, and this and raped or I don't know, like some like dark personal histories. Shit. Yeah. yeah that yeah, would be yeah. heavy to carry. I deal a lot. I have a lot of my practice is working with people who have experienced sexual trauma. Um, sexual abuse, things like that. Yeah. And um, it is, you know, it's, uh, it is a really, really important role that we have to be able to like help them to get to where they want to be. But first they got to go like 
they have to face it, Ugh. right? But you, a lot of it is working on coping mechanisms, making sure like we do this little by little. Yeah. Are you feeling safe? And then as soon as people think that by suppressing things that um, they just like aren't there, Ugh. right? Yes. But it is people, it's not, I, I don't think it makes, it, it, it is intuitive that in order for you to free yourself up, you need to bring it out. Mm. right depression is depressing pushing things down oh my god right and so even though people are like i can't talk about it i can't talk about it and and look i think people if they're all they have their coping skills around them and they feel like if we have a hard session they have somewhere to go whatever but like they usually feel really lighter so it's much hard lighter. it's hard it's hard work yeah and it might be a hard day right but it's like it's no longer stuck somewhere and just popping up in the middle of nowhere which is a lot of I work with couples especially where um one person has experienced in some point in their life a sexual trauma and loving relationships like the clients that I see in therapy are really in good places uh in their relationship and communication most of them are they come to me from a couples therapist and then they've already got all the skills and then i can Ooh. really go deeper with them Ooh, a lot yeah. of yeah because a lot of couples therapists aren't trained to do sex therapy right which i think i think more people need it need to be trained in that area but yeah if you're gonna be a couples therapist it's almost kind of like you know you have to because that's part of being a couple yeah yeah so there's not an, <laughs> enough the certified sex therapist in Ontario and so I now don't just do couples therapy like I only see people like relationships that are struggling with asexual concern wow mm -hmm. and same with my individuals I only take people with sexual concerns um what is what is the process of, of taking someone like do you say sometimes hey i'm not the right fit for you yeah one 100 like i think um i usually always have a phone call with people mm, just to good. make sure that it's in my wheelhouse it's what in my comfort level i can do they're ready to do the work because i really don't want to uh take people's money and like so that Time. they don't friggin' do the work like mm -hmm. I when they're ready sometimes I'll tell people that I don't think they're ready yet mm -hmm. oh wow um yeah and then they come back right like they're it's nice yeah what's the privacy clause like <clears throat> like you guys obviously it's confidential but like I don't know, is there like lines where you like have to report things, like if there's abuse or anything like that? Oh, like for sure. Yeah. yeah, because I'm a registered social worker and a registered uh, psychotherapist. Yeah. Yeah, wow. so I 100%, absolutely, if there's anything that comes in. Mm. You know, couples fighting that have kids, uh, kids that, are, that witness that kind of yeah. uh, um, conflict, it raises their cortisol levels. Right. It causes harm. Mm -hmm. And that would be something that if I was with a couple and they were having physical fights, there was things going on 100 yeah. percent. Right. Well, if um, you observe your parents trash the house, you'll trash the house. I just work my way out of doing that. Well, I five. Nice job. When you see right? it, you, when you see it. it, like it's the tool that you get. Right. This is how I process emotion. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, but <coughs> good, yeah. So, yeah, so you have yeah. all of these credentials. How many years of work of time yeah. did it take? Why you to do get it that? so long? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why you care so much? <laughs> no, but how long? Yeah. Well, I have, um, I have a degree degree in psychology. I have a degree in social work. I have a master's of social work, and um, then I have three years of postgraduate training. Uh, in Whoa. to become a certified sex therapist yeah so people who come out of that program are like oh the only people that can apply to it are healthcare professionals people who uh, have the um, designation to provide psychotherapy because it's a protected act mm. yeah um, that's so cool mm-hmm. congratulations thank you and well done thank you the- and i'm so happy it was like the it's all I ever wanted to do, and I that's can't so believe cool. I'm doing it. You deserve to like, do that's it. That's how I feel. I you feel brought like, that dream like, to life. It, you manifested when I hear, yourself. When I hear you talk about that shit, I'm so with you on that. <laughs> yes, you get it. You totally get it. <laughs> I you so held that get vision it, right? steady. Yeah. You chased and that one down. You know, and and it, it just there wasn't really any other way of being, or I, it was what I needed to do. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. I know that's book right there. I mean, hello. That's the button. gift. Yes. Yes. I have more questions, but oh I my forgot God. them currently. No, that's okay. And and I have to so basically I have to um get home to take one of my kids to a prom. Like oh not my his, God. it's not his prom. Oh my god. It's not his prom. Okay. He was just invited. That's fun. To Good like for help him. out at the prom of he's a younger younger in the Oh my god. The oh. So he he's going to it's like a volunteer. Help. And I was like, oh. Yeah. How, he's how like, Can you take you? me can you take me there at seven? I was like he literally told me this twenty minutes before I came here. <laughs> oh. And I was like bah! Um, well, okay, I might be a few minutes late, but we'll get you there. That's so sweet. How far is it away from here? Oh, uh, from here, it's like uh, 25 minutes. Okay, but but I also have to like make dinner. How old is is Okay, so you need to go. You're going to need to go. Thank you so much. Not yet, though. No, no, not yet. Like in five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. We have five minutes left. This is what I do in my therapy session. Okay. Is it true that, um, have you ever heard that um, people who uh, have abandonment issues uh, start masturbating at a younger age? Hey, I mean, I don't know if there's like research out, but I could totally understand why. Yeah. Right? Okay, so get this. Let's just say that you've grown up with neglect. When you have abandonment issues and stuff like that, usually there's uh, something that has happened where the people who were supposed to care for you didn't show up in the way that they should have, right? And so some people will really um, hone they take care of themselves. Yes. Right? You become very self-sufficient. Yes. Right? Yes. So good. And and so a lot of people who spend a lot of time alone, right, are trying to, like, get rid of stress. Stress. Soothe. Soothe. Right? That kind of sex and and masturbation and self-pleasure can become a very... And it's a creative mind space. and, And there's... And it's... Sure. It boost my creativity. Yeah. I keep a cord chub going all day. Just to- <laughs> yeah, look, whatever, 
whatever you need to do. There's a creative stimulus in the sacral chakra, I do believe, in channeling energy. And then you let that go and you drift into chapter 13, thinking, grow rich, transmutation of sexual energy into what thought. What the hell are you just, what did you just refer to? Thinking, grow Bible? rich. Thinking, it is my <laughs> it is. Bible. Thinking, grow rich is the Napoleon Hill. I usually have it there. That's why I'm pointing. Um, <laughs> but then it's the little statue of me that I got from these kids in Indonesia. Wait, I don't understand when what is going on. Thinking Grow Rich <laughs> is, is the book. most is the original self help book. Okay. Chapter thirteen of that book yes. by Napoleon Hill that like this changed Tony Robbins' life. He this, walks around with a half erection. <laughs> no. Almost. It's 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 no. It's so much deeper than this. This <laughs> this book. It's chapter thirteen is transmutation of sexual energy. Oh. So it basically explains in quantum physics or this dimensions what the kundalini energy is when you connect it to the third eye Ooh. so when you hold a vision and you're in a creative spirit yeah you're inviting your imagination to engage which is essentially like implanting or impregnating the subconscious yeah uh it's a tool a fuel a vehicle to impregnate the subconscious with your creative vision when is the best time <laughs> oh my god <laughs> When is the best time to communicate with your partner about sex um, if you want to like create a change or add oh, or yeah. subtract That's something from the bedroom? At least a couple hours before sex and a couple of hours after. Yeah. Okay. Right? Don't yeah. have those conversations when you're having sex. Right? When you guys are having sex, sex is, I think, the most vulnerable you it can really be is. in this world oh. essentially you basically open yourself up to somebody right yeah um and you need to keep that space safe mm. and you need to know how to take care of each other if something happens and someone is upset or hurt or whatever you need to know learn how to come out of that very gently the vibe switch you know, sometimes there's a vibe switch, a bump in the road, yes. something you can't forgive yourself, something yeah. weird to get weird. And when you're new like... to butt stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, you know what else Aww. we found? You know what else are we found? Okay? Yeah, we're working yeah. on it. Oh, you yeah. are? Are you yeah. really? Yeah, we're involving toys. Oh my yeah. God. Well, hey, can I just say good for her is closing, which is so sad. I'm devastated, mm -hmm. but they're having a huge sale. On oh, Harvard Street, good amazing. for her. Carlyle Jansen. Oh, she's great. the owner. She's now a certified sex therapist and she's awesome. We needed a place. We were looking for a place because we went into one place and it felt not great. Oh no, we that's didn't not have a good, good. experience. <gasps> good that's for so her is the best okay. vibe ever, but it's closing. Okay, we'll, we'll go. go there. We'll, we'll go, go there right after this. We'll go this. there right now. <laughs> Goodbye, I gotta go. You should go to come as you are then. That would be the next. Cool. That makes I like that name. Yes. You know what else we found? <laughs> Chapters to let go of that pressure during like a longer sex session. Yes. Chapters. Like instead Chapters of trying of to force oh, climax sex. into like one oh, like, like you session. just get up maybe go get a yeah drink, or like, yes smoke another and, and then that's chapter oh. that less pressure that's great flowing that we're friends you know, during that this. what you guys do there like that's Walk top naked. notch yeah. Thank you. um yeah, it's thanks. what it's what I try see people do it. This is what I talk about. <laughs> it is all of you. It is interesting though, because there is that, that transition moment where you're like, well, I guess I'm not. Having it's not happening. Anymore. I was just <laughs> like, you don't have to go to bed. Cardio. I was just like, oh. Oh. and now I'm like drinking water. Yes, <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, and and that is also when people are going to get into having sex. Sometimes it's like it goes from 
a small kiss, a big kiss, touching uh, up to the bedroom, all in like the matter of 15 minutes. Yeah, chill, oh, whereas you can really just chill. like prolong it out. Mm-hmm. Prolong it Get out. Get naked first together. Right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, but that's you guys. I, I'd be like, no way. <laughs> really? Well, I need to like, again, like I know my, okay, fair my enough. book yeah. is that, no, I would definitely... That would come. Well, whatever not the there. next step is, not whatever there. the next not step there. is, everyone yes. has a different step. <laughs> this, this whatever is the 15, next step, like this is yeah. a different thing. Yes. Yeah, totally. Too, right, like everyone has is gonna have a different thing. Oh. Exactly. If this wasn't this, I'd probably have a different thing with you know whatever whoever that well, was. But <laughs> but but you can also when you learn what you like, you can also show them and then make it a part of your yeah your old thing, a part of your new thing. Yeah. And then so yeah. that should also happen three or four hours before and or after sex? Well, I mean, no. Those are like good weekend sex okay. stunts, right? Like okay, those nice. Are, those are just like, those are Michelin star sex nights. And then, yeah, okay. and then sometimes you just need to go like have some fast food. Sometimes yeah. you just need to like. Thank you for saying that. Right? Yeah. That is true. Yeah, no, totally. You just got to get it done sometimes. Yeah, you don't always have three hours. <laughs> no. Yeah, absolutely. No, I no. mean, no, no. It's, it's as long as you're being like attentive to each other's needs, that's like the best part. But right? what I want to say to you guys is yeah. that I now discipline stoners are going to be on get some. Yeah, and and what we didn't talk about today, which was what we should have also talked about, and and maybe one day we will, is mindfulness. Yeah. Right? (laughs) In sex, right? And this connection to sex. I love that. It's true. Right? Is mindfulness. This whole thing was mindfulness. Mindfulness is my work. Mm. You cannot have good sex and not be mindful. I agree. Yeah. You got to listen. Listen. It's it's you need to be aware you need to be present you need to be connected to your senses Mm -hmm. and like this is a lot of my work is what you guys are telling people to do in their own life in other ways that's my world except i just insert sex i love that conversation right like the mindfulness um you know working people through a mindfulness sometimes i'll do it with them like in a session where i'll be like close your eyes and just feel what's in your body and Like obviously not when they're naked or anything. Like no, they, I can't do that quick, stuff. I'm talking about like their clothes. <laughs> yeah, you're tuning them into themselves. This body that I'm we've so them, much disconnected I'm teaching them from. in little steps yeah. of how what I mean by being aware and like practicing it in non-sexual ways, and then you know maybe using a vibrator before they do, like for a little bit before they do nice. a body scan, so then they can start to feel what a sexual arousal feels. That's a great tool. Wow. Right? Just for a couple minutes before. And then that, because some people are so disconnected, like their mind and body. I mean, it's supposed to be, a, it's a feedback loop, right? But a lot of people, when it comes to sexual concerns, there's a lot of anxiety in their, in their head, right? And, and, and really have a hard time even noticing arousal in their body. Ooh, don't right? notice people, arousal. People, like, there, there's you studies. You're horny sometimes. There's That's studies on me. this. For sure. Yeah, I've just, like, I'm started sure grabbing too. your boob out of nowhere, and I was like, I did not even realize I was subconscious. <laughs> there are studies on this. Um, Lori Brado, you're amazing. She just uh, finished a an, um, 
In 2022, she followed uh, women through a, an eight-week series. It was a study on um, seeing if mindfulness can increase uh, awareness of arousal and also for people to feel desire. And if you can like somehow um, get the body, the mind and the body working again together. Mm. And there was like amazing results that came oh, out of it. Oh, yeah. thousand percent. Right? I love that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, people reported feeling, and these are women that struggle with low desire, like have a diagnosis, right? And and, and even what it shows is that it was crazy how how much it helped them. And people Mm -hmm. don't, mindfulness is easy, but it's simple, but it's not easy. Right. Well said. That's it. That's basically. Let's start talking about meditation. Simple, not easy. The yes. hardest thing, the simplest thing. Stop. <laughs> and all of this bullshit about your life that's circulating in your head and runs your every yes. decision, is not real. Yes. You gotta let that go. Yes. It's a lot of hard work. Yeah. You're doing good work. Thank you. More yeah, mindfulness you. everywhere in the world. And if we can heal the shame because even like as a man sometimes like when i get aroused 11 a.m like a month if i've been exploring this over the past <laughs> couple months i'm like damn like halfway through the middle of the day if i'm up early i'm like let's procreate put a seed <laughs> yeah. in something and i'm like like feeling like even shamed for that like mm. like as a guy like you shouldn't be horny like that's disgusting of you like you know you are the problem you know all that shit and it's like god damn like you're not rapey just because you're fucking no horny. i think some guys have higher sex drives yeah it's it's like fucking... some guys have higher sex drives and <laughs> i think that the, the it, it's it's usually when Either if somebody has a low sex drive, everyone thinks that the problem is the person with a low sex drive and that the other person's fine. And then, I mean, it's the opposite. So, um, yeah, a person could have a normal sex drive and the other person has a high sex drive. Yeah, it's incapacity. Exactly. But it's more about understanding why you're masturbating, right? If it's because you just want to feel good and it's awesome and blah, blah, blah. But if you're masturbating to escape something Mm. or, right, because... Um, yeah. Right. Yes. So, or if you're bored, uh, and oftentimes masturbation becomes somebody's primary coping strategy, and they can't even fucking get out the house to go to yeah. work, and and they're not getting their work done, or they're masturbating in a bathroom so, somewhere. So, right? so anxiety, like dealing with anxiety. Yeah, finding other coping strategies, like something that. What, what are some of the ones you suggest for people? Well, I, I have say push-ups. Uh, honestly, like I have to first tell, see what they like, like what. What, in porn in, categories? Well, just no, no. <laughs> in life, in life, do you want to go? Do, what can you do? Is it going for oh, a yeah. walk? Can do you, you want to play out? tennis? Go work out. Do like yeah. something. Edit, right? edit, edit something. Yes. Do oh my God. create something else. I must go. I must you have go. to. I okay, must bye. go. You have I to get go. out of here. I must go. We're going to you. plug uh, where you can find Michelle and the podcast. It's a really great podcast, so check it out. Get some. Is there anything else you want to say? Some, yeah, follow me on Get Some Underscore Podcast. Awesome. Thank okay. you so much. Thank, Thank you so much for being here. Bye. Bye, Bye. everyone. Follow us and like and, and subscribe and, and like. And, discipline and stoners. And comment. What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. 
Am I alive? Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Well, it's helped me feel okay about my shitty social skills. It doesn't make my social skills better, but it sure does make sitting in that awkward moment in a social interaction a lot more bearable. You know, that moment where no one in the group has anything left to say, and you desperately want to yell at all of them to just say something. Being high makes that hilarious and not torture. Yo, it's 11 from Angertown. These plants just help me chill out. Found focus, found confidence. All of a sudden I was productive. Less protective, more progressive. Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier. But this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, of all the times like a brilliant person just said like it's medicine cannabis is a gift from mother earth cannabis helped to heal me those natural medicines that we use to help to heal us and of course they have this euphoric effect or can it's an alternate natural way of healing <laughs> And I just think it's so beneficial and there's so many good properties to be. I mean, that's the only difference in my life is I've added cannabis. The amount I've changed and the way our family has evolved and our relationships with my adult sons and everything, mm. like just all through cannabis has been, it's been amazing. It's part of my life. Like you said, you really can't separate me and uh, the cannabis plant. I use it medically. Yes. I have fibromyalgia, diagnosed with fibro very, very young, and I use, um, cannabis to treat my fibro very effect effectively. It was through um, an event that caused her major anxiety that I got her to take a few puffs. Yeah. And it, it helped. Yeah. Right? So, so you know, from being up here to being able to cope. You know, we've got naturopathic medicine and natural health products that rely on hundreds of years of traditional use. Yes. <laughs> you know, both cannabis and mushrooms technically fall under. Yes. Yeah. If you can keep it at that sweet spot and it's in a healthy way, I yeah. feel like that's, yeah. that's, <clears throat> it's, it's that's medicine. It. Yeah, I think it's, it's medicine. You, you have to like yeah. check in with your life that's and be like, it felt like it complimented my personality. Yeah. Almost. Good answer. It's okay to use cannabis as their medicine. Mm -hmm. They no longer deserve to be in classrooms and here that they're using drugs mm. and they're bad. When this is medicine that is saving their lives. Yes. I mean, I would never 
put anything on the market that I wouldn't give to my mom or my grandfather. Those strains are fantastic for pain management, nausea. This helps like oh. with pain management. And I feel fantastic. Like, like I feel great. Um, do so I attribute good. it to cannabis and cannabis oil? Absolutely I do. Relationship to cannabis right now is um, beautiful, growing, uh, most probably everlasting. I think this is medicine. Dude. 120 percent i've got add and i i do cannabis to help kind of focus me in and kind of turn things off like it very much is medicine it was medicinal for me it was it was like taking a medicine because it that's how it works like ariel we poking up past the surface hoping but through blurry eyes i'm losing focus i'm open